with the NFL Combine this week, there is plenty to talk about with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But really, there's one position that I think is such a sleeper amongst the eyes of those talking about the Steelers that it needs to be addressed. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And today, I'm going to be honest. I think there's a position that is so overlooked amongst the Pittsburgh Steelers right now that it's going to upset some people when they use a very high draft pick on this position because they aren't going to see it coming. It's not wide receiver. It's not defensive back. It's not inside linebacker, and it's not offensive line. It's defensive line. And the Steelers, while people acknowledge that they need some help there, aren't being talked about enough about how much help they actually need and how pressing it is that the Steelers are actually able to find a starter early in the draft. The other day, NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah brought up that he believes the Steelers can find four starters with their four first four picks in the NFL draft. That is 17, 32, 49, and 80. But where do they find what position and how much of a draft impact, how much of a starter do they need with each pick? I think it's very important. The first pick needs to be a position that could step in and make an immediate impact on the field. The second position needs to be a guy that could do the same thing or have the level of upside potential that they could step in in any moment in their career and be almost a Pro Bowl caliber player at some point early. Their third guy needs to be, okay, if he's not starting right now, he's playing a pivotal role. So where does defensive end stay, or defensive line sit within that? It's very easy. I think, and I'm going to plug myself here for a second, The I released my first mock draft of the season today. With that mock draft, I have the Steelers selecting Brian Branch out of Alabama with their first pick in the NFL draft. I think that's very easy. I think if he's there at 17, he fills two holes for the Steelers. One, he's a slot slash a nickel corner. He's able to be versatile, kind of be the next Cam Sutton. And at the same time, plug and play at safety when needed, whether that's a starter instantly or that third safety that they're looking for and have been looking for and was able to utilize with DeMonte KZ. But with their second pick, I see them selecting an inside defensive lineman. It's pretty simple. The Steelers have a few guys that are already there. They have TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith, who are instant starters, should be around for the long term. Alex Highsmith is expected to get a deal just like TJ Watt did. That is how the Steelers build their defense. That's how they've always built their defense. From the outside in, build the defensive line, and then everything else will follow. Cam Hayward is Cam Hayward, but at some point, Cam Hayward is going to hit a point where he starts to decline. Father time is eventually going to get this guy. I don't know when it's going to happen, and I hope it's not anytime soon, but at some point, father time is going to catch up on Cam Hayward. But for the time being, let him rock. He's the starter. You have to expect that they at least try to bring back Larry Ogunjobi, and he's an instant starter at defensive end. Boom. 
two positions needed. DeMarvin Leal, while he has some upside and he made some good plays and you don't know where he's going to play, but he has starting potential at some point in his career. Right now, he is an unknown commodity to the Pittsburgh Steelers. You don't know where he fits best on the defensive line. You don't know when he's ready to be a starter. For right now, he's nothing more than a depth player. And you don't have a nose tackle. And yes, Javon Hargrave would be awesome, but the Steelers are not going to go spend $20 million on a guy to bring him back who probably doesn't want to come back to Pittsburgh because he could land anywhere for a boatload of money and have more defensive freedom than he had in Pittsburgh. Javon Hargrave's out. You need a nose tackle. And I think the Steelers highlight that position, that nose tackle, defensive tackle position, where they could move a guy back and forth with ease. He could start at the nose tackle, and then when Cam Hayward retires, you either bump him out to defensive tackle, or you allow him to stay in the middle and you replace Cam Hayward with somebody else. But I think that middle of the interior defensive line is exactly where the Steelers are targeting. And in Pittsburgh, that's a a position that has been needed. It's a position that they need to fill. It's one that when Tyson Alualu was kicking, he was kicking. And you could tell his impact immediately. When Javon Hargrave was there, you saw what happened to that defensive line. But as soon as those guys left, the Steelers struggled to stop the run instantly. Larry Ogunjobi helped that. Brian Flores helped that. Miles Jack helped that. Robert Spillane helped that. I get that. But overall, you don't have a defensive tackle that could play the nose. You don't have a strong defensive line against the run. The Steelers need that guy. They have Monty Adams who could come in and play the pass, but they need a strong run stuffer. I think they're acknowledging that. When I think about the Pittsburgh Steelers and I think about where they are in the draft right now and where they're going to be looking, they're probably not going to get a defensive lineman with the 17th pick. I think that there's going to be too many superstars on the board. You take the best player available. That could be an edge rusher. If a guy like Lucas Van Ness or Jack Campbell are sitting there, maybe you go with a guy who could make some splash at a position that you already have a little bit of a starter or two starters in the instance of edge rusher. But after that, I have a hard time believing that if a big-name nose tackle, if a big-name defensive tackle who could play interior across the board is sitting there, a guy who could play the A-gap, who could play the B-gap, and the Steelers know that he is a guy that could come in and start instantly, they'll take him. And they'll pass on guys for that. They'll pass on cornerback. They'll pass on wide receiver. They'll pass on offensive line. Why? Because they know that this guy is going to come in here and be an instant starter. You talk about Dan Moore Jr. and replacing him. You talk about Kevin Dotson and replacing him. Yeah, both of those are needs for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but neither of them are as pressing as nose tackle. And as crazy as that sounds, because I understand what the position of nose tackle is. It's not a huge role for any team in the NFL. It's a guy that has to learn minimal plays, who's going to be on the field less than anybody else on the defense. I understand. But you could walk into the season with Dan Moore Jr. at your left tackle and feel okay. You could walk into the season with Kevin Dotson as your left guard and feel okay. You cannot walk into the season with Monty Adams as your nose tackle again and expect the defense to be as good as it was this season because that was a clear weakness. And on top of that, you don't know what's going to happen behind him. Are the Steelers going to get a guy who could start at inside linebacker next to Miles Jack? 
What is the safety room going to look like? What are the corners going to look like? Are you going to find a third edge rusher? Is there going to be enough help all around to make up for the fact that the middle of your defensive line is weak? I just don't think so. And I think the Steelers are going to acknowledge that and they're going to say, hey, look it, we've been trying to build our defensive line depth through the draft, but through the middle of the draft. This time around, we're going to land a star. We're going to land a guy that we could plug and play instantly if we need to and have that building block because they need a building block to learn from Cam Hayward, to work with Larry Ogunjobi, and to start to solidify the future of this defensive line. If you keep this defense young and you have enough room to play guys like Minka Fitzpatrick and Cam Sutton and TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith for the next five years and keep the guys around them competitive as well, well, then your defense is going to remain strong. And if you look at the defensive line as a whole right now, TJ Watt is locked down. Alex Highsmith should be locked down. And if not, you're probably going to replace him. Cam Hayward is here until he's not here anymore. DeMarvin Leal has a better shot of replacing Larry Ogunjobi than anybody else on the defensive line. You need somebody else because Isaiah Loudermilk didn't work out. You have so many other pieces. Go get a nose tackle. And I think the Steelers are looking at that. They are acknowledging that. And at the NFL Combine, it would not shock me if a lot of big guys on the defensive line say, yes, I've met with Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when that first or second pick rolls around for the Steelers in the NFL draft, and it's some 300-pound guy who's going to clog up the middle of that field, don't be shocked. Be excited that a building block has entered the room for the Steelers. And even if it's not flashy, It's going to be effective.